Feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a gift and not giving it. William Arthur Ward. Enjoy the little things. For one day, you may look back and realize they were the big things. Robert Brault. One can never pay in gratitude. One can only pay in kind somewhere else in life. Anne Morrow Lindbergh. Welcome back to another episode of Savory Passage. Today, we continue to help you navigate along the gratitude path towards peace, abundance, and joy in the new year. To help guide you on that journey, here's your host, Sandra Jones. Good tidings and great joy. I borrowed the words from a Christmas card, and I extend its warm greeting to you and your families as this blessed holiday season unfolds. The holidays sneak up on us, and as we begin to linger in its comfort, it's gone suddenly for another year. After months of unrests, unknowns, and unbelievable events, can we savor the spirit of our Lord's birth? Tis the season is the theme of this series of episodes. Sadly, a few of you felt the last episode was far too packed, and perhaps you're right. This week, we'll take time to dissect a selection of the process before wrapping up next week. My initial thought was to provide an overview of the techniques available as you decide whether or not to begin the journey. The information shared also revealed that there's a downside namely stress and anxiety. An important takeaway, practicing gratitude will not make you happy if you have a tendency towards depression. But we strongly encourage you to seek help or treatment if applicable. One simple thing to help those of us who just need a little reminder. The world has enough beautiful mountains and meadows, spectacular skies, and serene lakes. It has enough lush forests, flowered fields, and sandy beaches. It has plenty of stars and the promise of a new sunrise and sunset every day. What the world needs more of is people to appreciate and enjoy it. Michael Josephson. Practice waking up every morning and let the first thing you call to mind be a statement by Maya Angelou. This is a wonderful day. I've never seen this one before. And let's start easy. Notice one thing for the rest of the day. See that one thing the beauty in it as if for the first time. Notice how it works, how it moves, sounds, how it makes you feel or what it reminds you of. At some point in the day, sit down and capture your thoughts. For those of you who are 100% digital, let Siri or whatever Android app you have, record it. Now is the perfect time for the next gratitude quote. 
Gratitude also opens your eyes to the limitless potential of the universe, while dissatisfaction closes your eyes to it. Gratitude turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, and confusion into clarity. It makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. And that's by Melody Beatty. Enough is a feast. And that is a Buddhist proverb. My sister Sabrina offers in response to the question of what she wants by saying, nothing, I have enough. In her soft, humble voice. Total opposites. I never understood that comment until recently. Family members asked what I wanted for Christmas and I had to think long and hard. I have a good job, a loving husband, and a family that continues to thrive despite COVID. Frankly, I said to myself, I have enough. And then I looked in the mirror to see if that high-maintenance wannabe self-proclaimed diva was the same old reflection staring back at me. Yes, it was me. This week, we're focusing on how to actually start a practice. I repeat the quote by Anne Morrow Lindbergh, who said, One can never pay in gratitude. One can only pay in kind somewhere else in life. Thus, the concept of paying it forward and giving back. The happiness is the kindness extended and your benefit is from putting others first. Okay, inserting panic reference here. It's like wearing a mask and keeping social distance. You're doing it to protect others, not to mention the impact it will have on preserving hospital beds and exhausted healthcare providers. However, they will be grateful for your participation in these life-preserving efforts. Remember Ryder Carroll from a couple of weeks ago, that bullet journal guy? He said that we should notice the little things we take for granted. Let's revisit his list, aka the do's versus don'ts. Do. Number one, take back the controls. Rashid Oganlanru said, In life, one has a choice to take one of two paths to wait for some special day or to celebrate each special day. Two, awaken your senses. Look around you. Find the extraordinary in the ordinary. See things with a child's heart. If the baby Jesus could be born in a manger and the most beautiful star lit the way to celebrate his birth, surely you can find a new way to see truth as it should be. A sparkle of positivity. Three. 
Install focus and intention back into your life. Taking the effort to ensure your self-care methods are in full swing. Then go to the next level. With deliberate planning to place more positivity in your life. Take that glass and replenish it. If you see it as half full, think about how you used it to nourish your own growth, whether physical, mental, or spiritual. Do it with intention. That is, you purposely planned for those things to happen. Now, let's take a look at the don'ts. Don't resort to automatic behavior. You know, when you do something so much that you can do it in your sleep. You don't have to think about it. And consequently, you miss anything new that happens along the way. It's like multitasking. Your full attention is in neither place. So be prepared to miss something. Two. Don't be a habitual learner. Discover what's new along the way. Three, don't forget to add a touch of gratitude to your social media pages. Remember, sharing an uplifting moment, event, lesson, or photos helps spread the good we spoke of earlier. Creating a digital reminder that inspires you as well as others. And if you choose to journal your gratitude in this manner, it could serve as your daily writing. Four, don't forget to notice the quotes that you don't select for upload. Do they cause you to think or make you smile? You may want to save them for another day. Maybe that will be appropriate to, for you or someone else. Don't hold on to the negative. At the risk of sounding conspicuous, find the silver lining. Make lemonade or anything that changes your disposition and supports a positive atmosphere. As we enter the heart of the season, let's take a look at the spiritual perspective. I picked up my husband's Give Us This Day, which is a daily prayer guide for Catholics. The guide leads you through morning and evening prayers. While I have read read sections at times on days that I felt a need for more directed prayer or I just didn't know what to say. Imagine that, a wordsmith who is speechless. Well, moving right along, on this special day, after I read the prayer, I noticed the words, read, ponder, pray, on a word or phrase from the readings or one of the day's scriptures. And it referred to Letio Divinia. And this is a traditional monastic practice of spiritual reading. It's a meditation or prayer intended to promote communion with God. 
and to increase the knowledge of God's Word. In the view of one commentator, it does not treat Scripture as text to be studied, but as the living Word. Basically, it's teaching us to see what we've heard over and over again, and and hearing it, experiencing it with new eyes. I know that somewhere along the line, uh, I've, I've seen or read this before, but today I saw it in a new light. So, of course, I explored, researched, and bring the explanation back to you. Because gratitude requires a sort of meditative mindset, I implore you to keep an open mind here. Don't focus on this as a religious expedition. If that is not your thing, no judgment. Do see it as a means to develop awareness or quietude and take advantage of the lesson. To further explain, I'll provide you with a brief synopsis of the preparation for Read, Ponder, Pray. Read. Select the text to which you are focusing. And I want you to read it slowly, savoring every letter that builds the words. We're warned not to look for miraculous happenings or events, but your experience is your own. And only you and God knows what may be revealed. God is teaching us to listen. and. I added to see with our mind. Think about that for a few minutes. Which brings us to ponder. Ponder. The text suggests that we take a word or phrase into ourselves. Inhale the words, the meanings, as if it is a pleasing aroma that permeates your navel cavity leading to your brain. Digest each before moving on to the next. A major takeaway here is don't dismiss the distraction. You might be surprised at what comes into focus. And we're also told that memories and thoughts evoked at this time are a part of ourselves. And when they present themselves, it is a part of the little voice or our inner self, bringing it to our attention. Stay alert. Pray. In prayer, give to God what is His, what is in your heart, albeit words, images, or ideas. This time is for interacting with your spiritual self and what you have discovered. I would like to give thanks to Divine Intervention for leading me to these marvelous words from Father Luke Dysinger, a Benedictine monk. Keep in mind that these processes are transferable to a non-religious selection, such as gratitude practice. The explanations can be likened to savory passages, reflect, experience, grow, which, I remind you, is the primary objective for the podcast 
followed only by making connections. I guess by now you figured out that I may not be what some would call devout, and I am definitely not fanatical about religion, but I am a believer, a practicing believer. I don't care if you are Jewish, Muslim, Protestant, or simply spiritual. Having a higher power allows you to meditate and get through things that we feel hold us back or challenge us when we allow ourselves to believe that we cannot go on. Why do I bring this up? As this traumatic year breaches a close, we have a chance for a new birth, a baptism, so to speak, of a new year. I encourage you to look at gratitude as a means to spread joy in others' lives and in turn bring peace and joy into your own life. Your call to action for this week is to come up with one original thing to bring joy to the season or to you in the name of self-care, that is. I would love it. If you sent it in to our hello at saverypassage.com email, and we can share it with our fellow listeners. Until our next meeting, prepare to begin your gratitude journey. Purchase or put together your journal and listen with the intent to empower others. Peace and continued blessings. This concludes today's episode. Thank you for listening. For show notes or available resources, please visit our website at www.savorypassage.com. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or pose questions, please contact us at hello at savorypassage.com. And don't forget to send in your feedback wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time.